Renny Thomas, and you are tuning into Water Tree, a weekly podcast where the leaves are green and the roots are spread by the living waters. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity. But rejoices in the truth. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Hmm. Ten out of sixteen is good enough, right? But what if I don't receive anything back? Would I still love, though it is a one-way street? Oh, how about the last one on the list? Love never fails. If I fail to do the last six, does that mean there is no love in my marriage? Today, we will be delving into marital topics and see how love never fails. Hi everyone, greetings from rainy Michigan. I hope all is well in your side of the country or in your side of the world. Recently in our house, God has answered a long time prayer request. And this really shows that he is a faithful God. And we are praising him for that characteristic of him. On today's episode... It is a topic that is learned from the School of Christ, as all of the episodes has been. And there won't be a, a podcast if I was not learning from here. So um, God is good, and um, His plans for our lives and um, plan His plans for this podcast is more than what I know. I can judge it and judge its success rate or failure rate, but it can never become close to his perfect plans of peace and not of evil um, to give us a, a hope and a future, as uh, Jeremiah 29 11 says. So praise God for this. And um, I praise him even more because this is his testimony that he has written in my life um, as a, a wife. And this testimony teaches about who he is and what love is. So Without further ado, um, I will be sharing um, an in- incident that happened uh, a week ago. It was a Saturday night, 
and um, I found out that I did something to hurt my husband. And um, a couple of emotions came up. Um, I was embarrassed and I was um, prideful. Pride came up and uh, I was defensive. But along the way, I sought connection with my husband and I didn't get that. My love, my love language is first acts of service and second is um, physical touch. So I grew up in a family that did not um, share our feelings. We didn't share our feelings. We didn't sit down together and just talk about our day, our lives, and what matters to us, um, and all of those good stuff. And we were really not uh, physical touch people, but somehow, some reason, my love language is that. So um, I was seeking um, to connect, um, to have touch, but I didn't get that. And um, I just, how I want to go about this conflict that we had was to just feel connected in this way. So I I think I, I touched his arm or something like that. He just doesn't want to be touched. He just wants to talk about it. Um, I think touch is more distracting in this kind of high intensity moment. So I I didn't want to talk and I was tired. Um, and I kind of felt pressured to, to talk. And all of these thoughts starts coming in thinking that, oh... Why is he doing this to me? I feel cornered. Um, and uh, and I was thinking that on his side, that since I'm not talking to him, that he kind of feels unloved. Well, to, to men, we they don't really use love. <laughs> um, respected, I guess, um, on his side. Um, so while I was thinking... Um, I'm feeling disconnected. I was thinking he was feeling the same. So my thoughts just went down, oh, just a dark hole. Um, Started thinking we're two different people. We're never going to speak each other's love language. This is going to be our marriage for the rest of our lives. And And I thought, I didn't sign up for this. It just got so hard and I felt unloved and I was just so dry and hungry. But later on, I found out that my husband was definitely not thinking the same way as me. (laughs) I thought we were just both in a dark hole. But my thoughts just led me there. So we separated rooms. I was in the living room and he he went to bed. (laughs) So I stayed in the living room and I was just wallowing in in just self-pity. You know, sometimes we don't reach up for help like Peter when he was drowning. We just let ourselves drown in self-pity. That was me. And during this process, I fell asleep. But when I woke up, I was in the same place. Then I acknowledged the Lord, but more like venting. Then I ended up crying for help. It's interesting though. Whenever you reach up, there's always a helping hand. 
that reaches down. And in the midst of me crying for help, there was a part of a scripture from 1 Corinthians 13 that came to me. And the words go like this, love never fails. It happened in seconds, but it was light that penetrated my darkness and all I saw was Jesus and he was enough. I understood that I cannot give what I do not have. If if you can go to f- the book 1 John chapter 4 verse 7 and we'll read 8 and 16. Verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. 16. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. The same author, John, also wrote in the first chapter of the Gospel of John. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You know, that night, it just happened in just seconds. Like, And I, I, I knew the lesson that the Word which reference Jesus, he has to become flesh in me. The word Christ has to become flesh in me, dwell in me before I can really suffer long, be kind, not envy, bears all things, believe all things, hopes all things, endure all things. Because Jesus is love, and we are not. We will love until the other person doesn't want to scratch our backs. Or if we decided we don't want to scratch the other person's back. It's very selfish what we call love. But we are not love. And I think I said this in another episode that it was revolutionary when God taught me that I am not love, he is. And what I can give to my husband is Christ. That is the love that my husband needs. His wife is Christ. <laughs> because I cannot, I don't have that love. I cannot care for my husband, be kind to him. <laughs> I cannot bear, believe, hope, endure things that happen in the home. That's not his wife. (laughs) In the flesh, my flesh, in the carnal man, is not his wife. The spiritual man in Christ is his wife. So, coming back. Because Jesus is love, then he never fails. So... This is what I will leave you with um, this day. That even though things may go wrong, and that's okay. You can fail. And that's okay. But he never fails. So ask him to come into your life. 
Ask him to be that spouse for your husband that he can do that work in you that you cannot do for yourself.